Welcome back to another episode of Trip Report. On today's episode, we are talking about ketamine yet again. Uh, I have a good friend of mine, Isaac, on here. And actually, Isaac is the one that introduced me to Sam, who was on the previous episode. It was his first ketamine experience. He seemed like a very... Life had definitely shifted for him speaking to him afterwards. So I really wanted to get him on to talk about how the experience was. So yeah, Isaac, welcome to the show. Thank you. So before we get into the ketamine, I guess let's just do a quick summary of your plant medicine past, just so we have to kind of something to compare the ketamine to. Yeah, I think it's hard for me to talk about any of these experiences, like plant medicine, the ketamine experience, anything that has to do with like psychedelics or tripping or going to the other dimension without talking about it's, it's a very personal experience right. for me. And it's always been like the arc of it for me, the arc of my experiences have kind of like followed the arc of my healing. Mm-hmm. I think you mentioned that before, like that self-love, that self-acceptance and that whole journey. So for me, my first experience ever was with Selvia Divinorum. How old were you then? It was after college, so it had to be like 22, maybe. Yeah, that was yeah. kind of like my age when it came on the scene. And it was, it, yeah, it was one of those things where it was like, it was this legal thing that you could buy in any head shop that couldn't test positive for on a drug test. And it's one of the craziest psychedelics out there. It, it to this day, is probably my most impactful, intense experience I've ever had. Yeah. And, and I think it's insane how available it was. <laughs> people would just YouTube video, like people just giggling on it. I was like, that altered my reality. <laughs> and it's still available. I can go to the smoke shop right down the street and buy Are salvia. Not only is it in smoke shops, but if it's not in a smoke shop in your area, you can buy it online anywhere. Yeah. So it's, it is the most available, craziest psychedelic yeah. out there, yeah. but it, there's so little known about it and so little studied. Yeah. I only did it like twice, but for sure that experience opened my eyes to this other realm and to this other ex- experience that I didn't know existed, except when I really think about it, the dream world, sleeping life, maybe a uh, childhood. If I go into that realm of like real beautiful childhood memories, that's what I would like connect to the other world. The, the feeling of like the euphorias that people talk about, mm-hmm. I attribute to a lot of the experiences I've had, but I think that one was weird because I didn't know what to expect. I remember pushing play. I was in the car with my buddy, Chad, and I remember, and we're going to smoke this stuff. And I remember um, thinking it's going to be like weed, maybe like, so I put a push play on like some Bob Marley music and took a rip and like, couple seconds later I ceased to exist and the music was completely yeah useless in that moment because I was not there I couldn't hear anything you know I was I went into the black void the darkness and um, I remember returning on almost like you turn off a computer it's gone it's dead and then the like startup sequence the little windows emblem started and, and I was starting back up as I like remember coming into existence through like a kaleidoscope of like a, like a hallway of light and twisting colors and geometric shapes and really like a kaleidoscope. If you've ever looked at a kaleidoscope, like I've spent a good amount of time looking at kaleidoscopes. Um, and I remember it lasted for weeks after the fact I was like, was I really like, I, I came into existence through like a, like shapes and like lights. And 
you know, just like a back, like a, like a residual thought. But of course I know, I, I feel like I'm pretty sure I was born like from my parents and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was the first one. And then over time, I've had a, a long relationship with cannabis and then psilocybin kind of like snuck into my my world i think a friend gave me a chocolate one day i assumed it was a thc and uh we we were floating the river and down in san marcos texas and it was one of the most beautiful days ever it was glorious like the sun was shining and i was just floating with friends and so i, I think my first official psilocybin experience was super beautiful and just a, a beautiful day a sunny day do you want me to just keep going, like, real quick? You know, just yeah, just fire summary. through, like, what you've done, just because I'm curious, like, what you were able to compare ketamine to. Okay. Yeah, so there's that one. I've had a really bad psilocybin experience. This is probably the second time, and it was more intentional. I took a large dose, like a handful of caps and stems, and I was going to a kite festival. And that experience is nerve-wracking because the set and setting type of thing, it was a huge festival, thousands of people in Zilker Park. And I remember even like hearing a dog whine at a distance and I was like so concerned for the dog. I remember seeing the ants in the ground working and and I felt the anxiety of all the work they had to do to, 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 to just sustain life. I was like, oh my gosh, I just felt anxious. And I, and I remember like communing with the tree and just like wanting to go home and, and be alone. And definitely that was, that was a little powerful for me. And then like in the journey of self-discovery, I, I intentionally went on like a little journey down South a few years ago, probably like, I don't know, like eight years ago and traveled down to South America and intentionally sought out and found uh, like a shamanic retreat center. Cause I wanted to try ayahuasca. And I, I think I was coming like I said, this personal journey of self-discovery, self-acceptance, self-love, and processing all of the things that that comes with your childhood and your traumas and all those things. And so I intentionally sought out ayahuasca and had uh, two ceremonies, which well, I can definitely go into in, into more depth, but, and also got a little like, uh, it's called a San Pedro ceremony as well. And so that was um, something that's played into my journey. And I've had many more psilocybin experiences where they were super deep and profound and beautiful. And I really am kind of like a curious person. So I really like the idea of returning to those realms and exploring more. But I also have been waiting kind of timing wise for my life and my energy to be like prepared for another big one. So I've been putting it off for a long time. Like, Ooh, I want to like really set the time. I want to, you know, take the time and set it aside to really experience. Gotcha. So pretty well versed nonetheless. <laughs> what put ketamine on the radar and what got you there? So yeah, Sam's a buddy I've had for years and years. And when he mentioned to me that he had started working for, you know, this type of therapy, I was ex immediately intrigued. And I basically said, let me know when an opportunity arises to try it. And, and an opportunity arose just the, just like two days ago. So, <laughs> so this is fresh. <laughs> yeah. Really fresh, really last minute, really, um, amazing. And, um, it was just an appropriate time and kind of just out of the blue, but worked perfectly and glad it happened. And I think it was like a capstone of this journey that I've been on, or I would say like a cherry on top for my current like vibe in life, which is like on the upswing. I feel like springtime's coming and I feel like it was like a cleansing experience to kind of go, 
things are good right now, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's just dive right in. Mm-hmm. What was the experience like for you? Yeah. So I think I was coming home from a long day of work. I was a little stressed, a little anxious, but also I know Sam well enough to like experience something like this or, or be willing to jump into something like this with him. There was no, no need to like worry or stress about trust or wait, 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 what's going on? Like, I was just like, okay, okay, let's do this. And so we set up a space and basically I laid down and kind of covered myself up, got kind of cozy. And I knew I was going to receive an intramuscular injection. And I knew that this was going to be intense, but I was like prepared, taking deep breaths. And it was a cool experience because he threw in his love, you know, he threw in his uh, friendship in there and kind of prepared me and gave me the space that I needed to, to experience it. He also like catered the playlist that I listened to during the experience. And um, so, yeah, put on the eye mask, put on noise canceling headphones to kind of experience this music and then receive the injection well, before there was a little bit of conversation before, like a little bit of like setting an intention. I think that's one thing that I've learned through all my experiences has been the power of setting intention for what you're about to go through. It's, it, it, it's not like a party drug for me or like, like just having fun and just running out and um, dancing at a rave. It's more like laying down and like taking deep breaths and going in. And I think another one I would definitely say for all the experiences I've had, like ayahuasca and psilocybin and this ketamine experience is this idea of letting go and letting the moment happen and kind of releasing or relinquishing control. Cause I think so often um, we have a lot of fears that, and there's ways that we control to maintain this uh, false sense of security. And I think these experiences, I've learned that the only way to truly experience them is to kind of let go and let Mm -hmm. go of that power. So there's a little bit of that, like, what's your intention? And I think, like I said, this has all been like, I've been intentionally venturing in this realm for my own self-healing and my own self-acceptance and my own identity journey. But there was that, I, I don't know if I could read like a poem that he read before. Yeah, for sure. Okay, I'll, I'll check it out real quick. He read this poem that is, from what I understand, written by Maria Sabina, who is like the godmother of psilocybin mm-hmm. mushrooms. And so it's in English, but I like it because I think, like I said, this has kind of been like a cherry on top experience for my journey because the overall message I've received in all these journeys is one of euphoria, positivity, love, and self-acceptance. And like, that's kind of my theme that I'm going with. And so whenever I set my intention, it's one of healing, one of moving forward, not living in the past. And uh, so anyway, this one's really cool because it kind of is empowering. It says, cure yourself with the light of the sun and the rays of the moon, with the sound of the river and the waterfall, with the swaying of the sea and the fluttering of birds, Heal yourself with mint, with neem, and eucalyptus. Sweeten yourself with lavender, rosemary, and chamomile. Hug yourself with the cocoa bean and a touch of cinnamon. Put love in tea instead of sugar and take it looking at the stars. Heal yourself with the kisses that the wind gives you and the hugs of the rain. Get strong with bare feet on the ground and with everything that is born from it. 
Get smarter every day by listening to your intuition, looking at the world with the eye of your forehead. Jump, dance, sing so that you live happier. Heal yourself with beautiful love and always remember you are the medicine. So yeah, I liked hearing it. I like reading it because it's like this, this message of like empowerment that yeah, you're, you're working with medicine, teacher plants, all these other exterior elements, but it kind of ties you into like your own body and mind and spirits power and ability to heal and an ability you, yeah. Giving you the, the steering wheel, I guess you could say like mm-hmm. you have, you have some power in this. So that was pretty cool. We got into it, got the injection and I was ready cause I've had other experiences, you know? So I kind of went into it with like a, the ayahuasca mindset that I learned, which was to lay down, let my head lay down, close my eyes, take a deep breath and just like let go and let the experience happen. So I, I was ready for that. I received the injection and it was not too long. Probably I would say like a minute and I could feel the onset of like the warmth, the music. I could hear the music and then the transfer from the music being like in, in this world realm and this in my ears into this like almost like the music was being created visually before my very eyes. And, and before I was like fully into that realm, I had spent the whole day at work. I was doing some um, work for a friend of mine. She's this 90-year-old woman, and I was gardening in her backyard. And I was doing some pavers all day long. And so the whole day I was using, like, sand, and I was, like, trying to level ground. And I was trying to, like, make sure the pavers were level so she could, you know, walk safely across her pavers, you know, and, like, make sure everything was just level and perfect. And, And using the sand to fill in the cracks and to kind of make things good and I remember kind of before having all these visuals like this like leveling that happened in my brain almost like flushing a toilet where it's all just swept away but also I felt like this visual experience of the soil of my life kind of just leveling out like like you take like a spatula um, spreading like almost like frosting on a cake you know like but perfect Mm -hmm. and So for me, I remember that feeling of like cleaning and leveling. And I kind of almost had like a re reliving of like leveling the sand all day, but, but like almost as a metaphor for my life and then everything. Oh yeah. Sorry. Previous to that, everything kind of like cleansed and then whited out. Like, um, I would like say it's similar to that scene in the matrix when Neo first goes into the matrix or, or that where he's like chilling with Trinity and they like bringing out like shelves of guns and things mm-hmm. like that. But before that, where it's just like the white space right? and there's nothingness, no sound also yet, yeah, no body, you know, you're just like, it's just all is silent, all is clean, all is quiet, all is empty, but it's not bad. It's just like, Whoa, like stop for one second. Cause that day was go, 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 boom injection and then stop and then then the music started to work its magic and and it's um it was incredible it was incredible i don't know i i I told him to send me the the list of songs he was playing and i haven't re-listened to them yet but i remember going like (laughs) 
what the fuck are you? What did you do to me? What did you play? Because it, it, it really affected me. It really, um, I was like, it was like painting a canvas visually, well, like auditorily, visually simultaneous. And, and it was, uh, it's kind of hard to describe, mm-hmm. but like, I wasn't even aware it was happening until later. I was like, oh, this is all... I wonder what it would have been like without the sound because the sound took over and I'm a very auditory person. I'm a, like, I need to hear things. I need to like experience things, but like sound really, I'm very sensitive to it and I love music. I love playing music and listening to music on all sorts of things. But like, this was intense. This was for sure very, it was one of the most, it was very beautiful, but also very like hard to describe and, and a little disorienting but very intense. Yeah. And I think that that experience lasted about 40, 30 something minutes, 40 minutes. And, uh, I remember kind of calming down and then I had like a, I had like an emotional outburst or not, not, not outburst, but I started crying and got a little like a low weep. (laughs) And I think it was like, uh, it was a good one. It was a good cry where I could process my, I don't know what it, what, what it would be, but maybe a similar message I've received on ayahuasca and psilocybin, which is like, you're okay. And then life is hard. You know, we have, we all have our ups and downs and I've definitely gone through like some depressive times and some dark, dark times. And this kind of, uh, kind of reaffirmed, like I said, this upswing that I'm on right now in life in general, which is, um, positive, positive movement, moving forward, taking deep breaths, um, letting go, all that stuff kind of was like intertwined into it. And so I I felt like this was just like a good timing for me in life in general on my, on my trajectory. And what it did to me was kind of like, it felt like a spring cleaning of the soul and then like a, a launching pad to go like, yeah, let's, let's start. Let's do this. Cause I've been ready. I've been wanting this type of like energy for a while. Cause I've kind of been in a winter and that's why I say, I'm like, I feel like I'm following the seasons right now, but that was that I had that emotional little experience. I think I put the, I, I did peek out the eye mask for a second and then I went back for a little bit and I just like took some deep breaths and I just calmed down. Cause actually I had a dinner date with you that day. <laughs> so, so I was like, Sean's waiting for me, uh, with Toki and, uh, I, I got to go to the next thing, which was fine because I, I had gone through my journey and I, I had, I mean, I was like, this was what needed to happen in this moment. And, and so I kind of came out of it and he drove me to my, uh, you know, we had a good, yeah. good little dinner that night. Um, and then, you know, a few days later and yesterday I, I've just felt kind of lightness, positive energy, and just this positive outlook, like kind of just, I can do it, you know, it's, or, you know, that kind of spirit. Mm-hmm. Did you notice any improvement in sleep following that experience, especially with being later in the day? I have a tendency to want to stay up late and like pass out, like stay up until, until there's no energy left. (laughs) But I think the last two nights I think, and I've had some responsibilities, some work I've needed to do. So I've um, happily gone to bed early the last, the last few nights and without this desire to like burn the midnight oil. And I, uh, yeah, I think, and I, I, but I'm a really good sleeper. I love sleeping. So it's like, when I sleep, I sleep well, I think, unless I've been drinking. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's that journey right there. And 
Oh man, I don't know. There, there's just so much to talk about because I'm continuously like intrigued by this realm and and want to explore it more. But yeah, I I feel like that was at least that ketamine experience. So there was essentially there was a good reset from it and a affirmation that you're on the right path or on the upswing. But was it, did any other messages seem to come through? I mean, cause 40 minutes is a pretty long time to be in that realm. I mean, it's not four hours, but was it just, were you just kind of in the music and observing the visuals or did it seem like there were messages coming through that entire time? Yeah, I think I don't, <laughs> I would love to have way, way more. Um, there's kind of, I kind of like don't want to set an expectation on, a, on an adventure like that, but I do have like this hope that I'll have a far deeper message, but it, it was very simple, you know, that, that message. And then the other thing is I kind of get a little distracted by it all. And yeah. I just like to, I like to be there. Mm-hmm. So like I could read you a description of what I wrote in my journal about my, in my ayahuasca journey, because a lot of it was just visual and beautiful yeah. and it's just like daydreaming. You're just like going off into yeah. this realm or floating down a river or, you know, just taking it all in and, and being amazed at the wonder of, of it all. Cause it is a glorious sight to take in or, or it's just, it's something you've never seen before. So you're just like, Whoa, what's happening? Like literally at the end, I was like, it's almost like getting off of like a, really intense roller coaster ride that's brand new and you've never tried before and you get and you, you know the car stops and you're like out of breath you're like what what just happened what was that that was amazing like i can't like what you know and so i can't i'm definitely underselling it because it was an intense ride and a lot of sights and sounds and experiences but it definitely was it had different aspects to it and there was that part of it there's the musical aspect to it but yeah no, I get it. I mean, it's like what Sam's saying, too, that he had the experience of was letting go every as- every aspect of who he was as Sam on this earth. I guess like the time dilation is so messed up in that realm that I I've gone through that same experience in ayahuasca. But as I let go of bits and pieces of me, I feel like it took hours for me to let go each piece. It was just like, oh, this part of me. okay, that's gone. okay, this part of me, that's gone. And then I'm just like traveling back. And I think that's what made me scared that I died was that I watched my whole life devolve in front of me. So I like went through backwards every single part until I was in the womb. And then I was before the womb. And then that's when it got scary because I was like, oh yeah, I'm definitely dead. Like people say their lives flash before their eyes upon death or in these near death death experiences. And that's what I'm doing. So I'm dead. So I guess that kind of makes sense even because 40 minutes in the scheme of things, when you're comparing it to ayahuasca or psilocybin, (laughs) LSD is nothing. So I mean, I guess it does make sense that like if only one message came through of like, you're on the right path. Like that's something that could slowly unpack over or quickly unpack over 40 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I am very intrigued by it. I definitely had the thought, like, I want to do that again. Yeah. But like, I, um, that was my next question. Would you do it again? I totally would do it again. And I don't think that, you know, we talk about set and setting whenever the conversation of like these mind altering substances are involved, but I would be curious to see how I experience it at a less like, time constrained space yeah so when you pick the eye shades up did you notice any open eye visual distortion well we definitely uh, were in a darkened space so um everything was muted i think mm-hmm. um but I, I was definitely disoriented and I, I had to remember where i was yeah and then like it's like waking up yeah it's like waking up so for that's how i felt um but i didn't see the normal like 
texture life <laughs> that I would see on like a psilocybin or ayahuasca uh, experience where, where everything's moving or undulating in the waking life. No, I don't think so. Did you feel completely disconnected from your body throughout the entire experience? Because, I mean, it is a dissociative anesthetic. And so, like, what I noticed from snorting it is that my whole face went numb, which I wasn't a fan of. So I'm curious when it's, you know, in the body, if your body feels numb that same way. I think it's pretty complete. I think, like, you're gone. You're not You're not in your body anymore. And I was in this other – it's a visual space. It's, a, it's like, uh, for me, I was in an, another realm, another dimension. And then you come to the end of the roller coaster ride and you go like, like what just happened? And then when you can ask the question, what just happened? That's when you can actually go like, let me see where I am. And then you like lift the shade and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me just take a breath here. Cause that it's, it's intense. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> roller coaster. So, ride. Do you feel like you slowly put the pieces back together of like, oh, I am Isaac. This is the life that I'm living. Like right before you came out of it. Was it like a, you could feel the come down or it was just like a snap. Okay. I'm out of it. I think it was like subtle, subtle, like, like waking up, like, mm -hmm. like when you, you can be in that halfway wake, the waking dream state where you're like, you're like in a dream, but you can step out of it and go like, Oh, it's morning time and I have work soon, but let me, let, let me go, let me jump back in that dream for a second. Yeah. And so that it was like that awareness of like, okay, yeah, I am in real life again. And, uh, then you want to kind of take a stretch, you know, you kind of want to process. I, I had got, had a little emotional release. I had like this journey. I had a lot of like visual experiences. I think I just wanted to like stand up and stretch. And, and I also had the anxiety of like, I need to move on to the next thing I need to do in life today in this yeah. present moment. <laughs> so cool. I mean, I feel like that covers the experience or anything else you want to share. Um, I'll read. Um, I wrote down when I went and did the ayahuasca experience, I'll read what, um, my shaman Eric told me this was in, I forget. It's like outside of Cusco, Peru. Adin, I think is the town I was in. But I wrote down what he told me before I went into the realm. And I think it's just good advice for anyone that's like thinking about going into this realm. Yeah, because I think that's the case, regardless of what the substance is that you're using or if you're just using meditation, it's the same realm that we get into. Like the it's regardless of what the entities are that you encounter or what the visions you see, they're also very similar. That yeah. it's I'm convinced that it is the same realm. You know, I think it's different versions of the same realm or different lenses that you can look at the same realm right. because I've I've been okay, so the ketamine realm is nothing like the psilocybin realm the ayahuasca realm i think i felt like it was a more spiritual it was like a beautiful heavenly or or like i don't know what what how else to describe that realm a vape dmt and that that seemed like more whatever that substance was in that pen <laughs> took me to like a cartoon world like more like video games like super nintendo or something like that um so different, but it's like the same realm, but different like versions of it or almost like our own world. The, there's so much to see, mm -hmm. you know, maybe, I don't know. So this is what he said to me. He said, before going into a ceremony, this was specifically ayahuasca. He says, it has a beginning and it has an end. Relax, trust, let go, take deep breaths. Don't try to rationalize or think too much. Just be a witness to what you're feeling and experiencing. And then I would add to that, and a lot of the experiences I've had, like almost go to like the point where you're almost going to fall asleep and like just let go and just take a deep breath, let your jaw slack, like be conscious of your body, like relax your shoulders and your breathing. And then like, 
but just be welcoming whatever energy is coming your way or whatever experience is coming your way. And I think I left all of these experiences kind of with this overall message of just, you're okay. You're going to make it. Just keep going. Don't give up. So it always works out. <laughs> it kind of does. And, and I was telling you earlier, one thought I also was told the message I was told in this last, in this experience and the ketamine experience was there are huge cogs in this wheel or this mechanism of life that are beyond you. And, and, uh, there's really nothing. I, I, I felt this like sense of like relief that I am not in charge of this world. Mm-hmm. There's so there, as far as like all the suffering, all the, all the things, right. All the work inner workings, every job that is happening right now at this very moment, I don't have to worry about that. Like, just worry about me and moving forward. So, yeah. I think that's the best way to end it right there. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for coming, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Love you guys. Take care. <laughs>